A Padstow man named Tristram Bird bought himself a brand new rifle from a local gunsmith and decided that he should find a worthy target for such a fine weapon. He decided to head to Hawker's Cove, close to Stepper Point, in order to hunt seals. What he found in the small inlet was beyond his wildest imaginings. Sat on a rock was the most beautiful woman he had ever seen, combing her hair as she sang to herself. Tristram was immediately smitten and walked down onto the beach to speak with her. As he drew closer, he came to see her more clearly and fell deeper and deeper in love with the strange woman. He knew that he had to marry her. Unfortunately, the mermaid was not interested in his proposal and turned him away, continuing her song. Tristram was enraged far beyond reason, and rather than heading out to hunt seals, he levelled his brand new rifle at the singing woman, shooting her dead. With her dying breath, the woman swore that the harbour at Padstow would be useless forevermore and threw a handful of sand towards the town. That night, a storm blew in from the east, bringing with it a sandbar that would prevent all but the smallest boats reaching Padstow without being stranded or even sinking. The curse of the mermaid of Padstow holds to this day, and the doom bar, as it came to be known, prevents passage to boats coming into the River Camel. Josh, I'm under the impression that you may or may not be partial to a little drink of bitter beer of an occasion. I do like a drink of bitter beer. Is that what we're talking about this week? Very, very, very tangentially. Okay. (laughs) Are you aware of a beer called Doombar? I am. That's one of my preferred ones. It's lovely. Mm. Um, And it is from a Cornish brewery Mm -hmm. near Padstow. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is actually named after the Curse of the Mermaid of Padstow. That's cool. Yeah. A little bit of folklore at the pub. Yeah. And they don't so, they never mention it when they make you a pint. <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> um So this week we're gonna talk about mermaids. Okay, great. Which in England at least are not very much like the little mermaid. Oh. I was going to say, I thought I knew a fair amount about this because I've seen Mermaid 1 and 2. There's a sequel. There's a sequel, yeah. She has a daughter. Oh, well, there you go. Uh. Um, but the uh, mermaid has been around in the British Isles for best part of a millennium. The earliest depiction that I could find was in uh, Durham Castle mm-hmm. in a chapel built in about I have no idea how they can be this precise but 1078 wow okay gosh um, yeah so it's it's on a, a capital above a pillar there's a, a two-tailed mermaid <sighs> which is interesting at least yeah now big question mm-hmm. how big is a mermaid oh uh human sized with a with a fish tail R- right sometimes yes <laughs> Give me a second guess. If I said sometimes they're bigger, how big would you guess? Um, like, oh, I don't know. Uh, like a, 
as big as a no if they were like a 10 foot tall person with a fish tail so not 160 foot tall not a no long that, fingers. I, I wasn't anywhere near that when I pictured a large mermaid I, I found one so I've been reading um, an encyclopedia of fairies by Catherine Briggs which is a very interesting book if you want really really in-depth analyses of an awful lot of things okay but there's one story about a mermaid who was 160 foot tall with seven foot fingers and 18 foot hair, which to my mind isn't very long hair. No, uh, I get confused when I start moving between feet and meters, but. Divide by three. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've resolved a really big issue in my, <laughs> in my distance measuring life. Um, Okay, no, that therefore that doesn't seem particularly long. But very big. It was a, a scene from a ship. So, okay. presumably it was almost as big as the ship. I don't really know how big ships were back then. <laughs> and they're, they're found all over the place. Anywhere that has water. So, salt water, fresh water, anywhere you could get mm-hmm. fairies. Not fairies, mermaids. You right. get mermaids. No. Yeah, okay. I I wondered if they were like a subspecies of... Well, sometimes, yes. Okay. I found quite a lot of stories asking the question of whether mermaids go to heaven. What? Oh, really? What, more? So more than one person is asking this question? Well, yeah. And people disagree quite strongly. Oh, wow. So in Scotland, all mermaids go to hell. Definitely. <laughs> Um, much like fairies, because they don't have a soul. Okay, but is, I I thought you needed a soul to to go either way. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> I don't really know what that means for sort of wider cosmology. But okay. Fairies and mermaids don't have souls, so as far as the Scottish are concerned, they go to hell. They go to hell. But there's at least one story in Ireland about a mermaid that does get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um. But then maybe she wasn't born a mermaid. Oh. Maybe she was turned into one. Right. Which would be different, obviously. Yes. Because what a mermaid is, is something that there's never been a great deal of consensus on. Okay. Um, And in fact, there's a lot of different but similar creatures around the British Isles that sometimes get conflated. So you have the the selkies mm-hmm. and the fin men in Scotland that are, I mean, they're water dwelling people, but they're not necessarily fish tailed people. Okay. Well, uh, so how do they how do they get about? Are they do they just look like people? Well, we'll discuss them an, another week. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes sorry. they're yeah, seals. Let's stick to is yeah the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but the, there's there's a few important things about mermaids. Mm-hmm. They have fishtails, sometimes two, as you might recognise yeah. from the Starbucks logo. Oh, what? That's a mermaid. That's a mermaid with two tails. Why? Well, one for each leg. Right. Okay. No. Okay. That's why two. Ta- why does Starbucks have a two-tailed mermaid? I have not been researching Starbucks. <laughs> I've been researching mermaids. I honestly never thought you'd ask that question. You didn't think what the big questions would be? No. You got me really good there. Um, I'm sure there's a yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll find that out another time. Another like thing that everyone agrees on is that 
Mermaids have a great knowledge of herbs and medicine. Okay. So there's quite a few stories of if your if your husband is gravely ill, you could go down to the beach and try and find a mermaid to to help you. So that sounds like mermaids are quite nice. This is the problem. Mermaids are seen as unlucky. Right. But that sort of runs two ways. They're either who you come to in the case of something going wrong. Okay. You've already had bad luck. Or they're an omen of things going wrong. Right. So they're, they're definitely associated with disaster, but no one's quite sure which way it falls. Sort of which side of the disaster they're on. Yeah. Exactly. So you often heard them singing before very bad storms. Okay. And there's disagreement on whether that singing is them warning you in an attempt to help, or them causing the bad or they're, storms. Or they're bringing on the storm, yeah. So th- there's that little bit of disagreement on whether they're good or not. Yeah. Another thing that's notable is they always keep deals exactly. If they give you their word, they are bound to it. Mm-hmm. Which is, it comes from the later stories, um, and is, they're often compared to Satan in that regard. I was going to say, they do, do they do the thing where like it's a literal contract and you're, you're as much bound to it? Exactly. Yeah. And then there's, there's just a lot of interesting stories. There's a lot of instances where they will come to shore in the shape of a human woman, much like in the story we mm-hmm. heard at the beginning of the episode, and either fall in love mm-hmm. with a man or seduce a man to fall in love with them. Um, right. So, for example, there's there's a story from the Cornish village of Zena, um, and there's still actually evidence of this story in the church in Zena, where a beautiful woman used to come to church every Sunday and sit right at the back and watch one of the choristers, who was called Matthew Truhella, and I don't speak any Gaelic or Cornish, so I apologise for my blatant mispronunciation. And every week she'd come and listen to Matthew <laughs> sing, and then she'd leave the church and disappear. And one week Matthew decided that he'd follow her, and he saw her go to the cliffs on the edge of town and jump off. And obviously this this worried him, so he jumped off after her mm. in an attempt to save her and was never seen again. Several years later, a merchant ship weighed anchor uh, just off the coast and they saw a lady swimming in the sea and she sa- she asked them to lift their anchor because it ha- was blocking the entrance to her house and her husband Matthew and their child was in there and the implication is that her and Matthew had fallen in love and moved into a new home on the bottom of the sea wow yeah. uh, that's cool yeah th- this that's is quite I'm a saying. nice Sometimes story that they're always associated with disaster because Matthew did disappear. Yeah. But they're not necessarily antagonistic. And yeah, they fell in love. Yeah. Then he was okay. Yes, which is nice. Lived in a house on the bottom of the sea. Um and the the church of Saint Sonara in Zena, there's a chair decorated with a mermaid carving that's thought to be at least 600 years old. And might be from the time of the story. It's. I mean, it sounds like it could be a sort of a way to cope with if somebody had jumped off 
a cliff because it's a horrible time to be around and they say no he's okay he's he's married a mermaid i'd not thought of it that way before but that is a really pleasant way of of, of dealing with things yeah. um there was another a story which i think is interesting because we always think of mermaids as being sort of marine creatures yes but they they didn't actually have to breathe at all so they could live in any body of water and there was a story um of a knight a norman knight who while he was out fighting wars fell in love with a mermaid and he brought her home mm-hmm. and he put her in a pool near where he lived called blackmere pool and she lived there for long after his death and then eventually some locals decided that they would drain the pool they discovered that the water had become salty they'd obviously forgotten that the mermaid was there they then discovered Uh. that anyone that bathed in the pool would be healed due to the mermaid's magic um right but they had to they had to clear the pool anyway so they started to drain it and suddenly the mermaid sprung forth from the lake and dragged one of them under the water and drowned them well yes he was never seen again ah this is another instance of a lady that's been trapped very far away from home and she's just trying to protect herself but nonetheless there has been a terrible tragedy yes but it's not a story of some innocent people completely you know were were just tricked by something evil no she she tried to to help them yeah and they it, it's it's almost a uh, there's a there's a real sort of greenpeace sort of feeling to that story yeah that, she's uh, trying to protect her her habitat yeah well you know nature can can provide us with so much but we keep trying to control it and and change it to our will and uh, and maybe it'll punish us for that it is worth noting that that story isn't uncontested sure it's a known fact that there is a mermaid in the pool but some people don't think it's a real mermaid there was a, a gentleman called Joshua Linnet in the nearby town who fell in love with a woman and she rejected his advancements and this upset Joshua mm-hmm. so he accused her of being a witch I understand this is sort of the kind of thing that people did it, it was something you could get away with because there were witches around yes. and he was a very persuasive chap so he convinced the local townsfolk to drown her in Blackmere Pond Mm-hmm. And then with her final breath, she cursed Joshua. And three days later, he was found floating face down in the pool. Ooh. So the story's similar, but that's not a mermaid. No. It does sound, in fact, like she was a witch. Yes. <laughs> so arguably, Joshua was in the right. <laughs> that really wasn't the uh, the conclusion I expected to draw from that story. No. Uh, <laughs> but even today, uh, it's said that livestock won't drink from the mermaid's pool and that birds have never been seen to fly across it. And is the water salty? Uh, no one drinks it. Oh, no one knows. But if, yeah, if, if, they're, if they're not... Uh, uh, birds are not flying across it, that's weird. But if you know, animals aren't drinking from it, that um, makes a certain amount of sense. And the last sighting was in the mid-19th century when um, some more locals decide to try and drain it and then the mermaid threatened to flood the nearby towns wow 
until they stopped. So now they just won't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is probably for the best. Yeah, that sounds sensible. I wouldn't want to upset this lady. No. Mm. So Josh, how at risk do you reckon you are of mermaids? Uh, well, I currently live next to a river. Okay. Uh, which, based on what we've learned about mermaids, means that they could could be living in that river because uh, they can live in any body of water. Yep. There is a fast-flowing weir in it. You'd probably spot them jumping that. Yes. Uh, so, at the moment, I, I feel okay. It is worth noting that mermaids can change into a human form, uh-huh. sit in the back of a church and watch you sing. <laughs> How often do you sing in a church? Actually, I, um, I, I, I've not been going as much as I thought I might. Uh, but it w- it, next time I do... Keep an eye out. I, w- I will keep an eye out. Are there telltale signs? I, mean, I suppose if I follow, later watch her jump off a cliff. If there's a particularly beautiful woman yeah. who leaves the church and then jumps off a cliff, then that is a tragedy. <laughs> yes. Or a murmur. <laughs> Or both. <laughs> so, thank you very much for chatting about mermaids with me for a bit. Thank you. If the listeners would like to suggest an episode, or if they've got any questions, they could get us at britishbestjury at gmail.com, or they could follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, and if you guys could leave us a review, that would be really, really helpful. So you could review us on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud. Wherever you found us, leave a review. Um, Josh, I'll see you again in a couple of weeks. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. See you then. Bye-bye. Lovely.